Acts chapter 2, verse number 41. Then they gladly received his word. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added, everybody say added. There were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking in bread and in prayers. Everybody say in prayers. They continued steadfastly in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And when they had continued steadfastly in the apostles of doctrine and fellowship, breaking of bread, and in prayers, fear came upon every soul. Many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together and had all things common. I'll drop down to verse number 46 so you don't panic. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and break bread from house to house. Did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. I want you to repeat after me, and in prayer. You can be seated. And in prayers. He didn't say, and in prayer. I find it very interesting that the Holy Ghost chose to use an S to indicate what they did. Prayer by itself can be uh, plural without the S on the end. Correct? It could have easily said they prayed, meaning, you know, they just prayed at one particular occasion. Could have said they continued in prayer we would understand that it was more than one prayer meeting. But he said they continued in prayers. In prayers. The fundamental difference between we as apostolics and the rest of the church world is our doctrine our lifestyle, but it's also in the way we pray. True apostolics don't pray like everyone else. Amen. Those that are, let me say it this way, those that are actively engaged in being true apostolics, so I'm not going to say that you're not a true apostolic. I said actively engage in that. Our prayers are, and they should be different. And I know I'm not preaching, and I'm intending to do that so you can get out of here. 
Understand what time it is. <laughs> this morning, here in this facility, God opened up a door, and uh, we had a small segment of time where we could talk about having house groups. And I hadn't seen a reception like that with house groups in, in a long time. As a matter of fact, I had people afterwards say, I want to get in one of those. I had somebody who hadn't been in a house group in years said, I want to be a part of that. I didn't say care group. I said house groups. And uh, I don't feel led to talk about that tonight. I don't sense it. I don't feel it and everything else. Again, I know what time it is. Amen. If I let you all here early, you wouldn't know what to do with this 30 extra 30 minutes. So let me get 15 of those 30 minutes and I can get you out here because sometimes we leave at 830. I want you to remember that sometimes we get out of here at 830. Last, la oh, last week, my goodness, it was close to nine when we got out here. So you're going to get out here early if you cooperate. <laughs> Somebody say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know that. Because most of what I uh, see, many of whom I see here tonight, you get it. Most of you are in a home group. Maybe half of you are part of one of those prayer teams. But I'm going to make an appeal to those who are part of the prayer, a prayer team, and most of those of the other people who are not here. I'm sorry, who are here but are not, who are not a part of the prayer team or a prayer team. Make sure I get my wording correct. In my... So if you, if you are not a part of one of the prayer teams, I'm not going to ask you to stand. Relax. It is time for you to get on board. Notice I'm trying to keep it from being hyped. We're going to have one of those rally type with some nice little uh, uh, video and, and all that. We'll use all that fancy stuff later. So I'm not going to appeal to that. I'll appeal to your emotions later. Right now I'm trying to appeal to the logic, <laughs> your rational thinking. We'll appeal to the... So if you were here Friday night, you know what I'm talking about. And so that's what I'm trying to appeal to. We use the other stuff to appeal to the other thing. So you just had something to happen to you that was wonderful. It was great. Amen. It is the will of God. Can you put that verse on the screen for me, please? Continue with the word prayers at the end. I want, I want, I want everyone to see that prayers. I want you to look at two words. It's uh, Acts 2, and I think it should be 42, right? 42. There we go. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine in prayers. Or they continued, I should say, in prayers. They continued in prayers. Now, we don't 
have uh, too many corporate prayer meetings. Now, if I ask you to raise your hand, if you pray pretty much mostly every day, I'll probably get most of you will say that. And if you don't, you, you, you don't want to look bad, so you're going to raise your hand anyway, right? <laughs> so I work, then you're going to go home. Forgive me, God. I know I shouldn't have raised my hand. <laughs> or you might do one of these numbers, a halfway, you know. Meaning I'm an, I, I am intending to, or maybe I'm going to start tonight. You raise your hand. I'm start. I'm do that tonight. Start tonight. I'm pray, pray. I'm pray every 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 day, every day. God, with your help, just remind me, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm just going to say it this way: praying every day is not hard. This is not a. Uh, this is not a brag thing or whatever the case may be, but. When I first came to God, start living in God, um, we can't say four anymore. <laughs> Going to live in God, God living in me. Uh, there was a time, not initially when I first saved, but I, I, I prayed every single day. Well, there was a time in God where I didn't pray every day. Now, if you pray, if you've been living for God all your life and you've been, you prayed every single day, God bless you. There were some days I missed prayer. I mean, the tradition, you know, I won't say tradition, the, you know, the method of prayer, whatever the case may be, you know. I'm not talking about, thank, uh, God is great, God is good, thank you, Jesus, for the food, amen. I said my prayer. I'm sure I probably did that. I know I did that every day. I did that when I wasn't saved. <laughs> but I had times in my prayer life, in my walk with God, where I had some struggles with praying all, all the time. Yeah. I can tell you that God, no credit here, and I had asked him for it. I had asked him for it quite often to restore my prayer life, not to a degree that I had before. Because obviously if it was the way it needed to be, I wouldn't have to ask him to do something because it would have been in place and it, had, would, it would have remained in place. It would have been right there. But I, right now, God has done such a great work. And this dying out thing has really helped. But I don't have a problem praying very first thing in the morning. And that's fine. That's good for me as a son of God. But this is not what they're referring to here. This is talking about corporate prayer. This is talking about people getting together to pray. The Jewish people of old, they would have three times of prayer. They would have the three o'clock. They would have initially the nine o'clock hour. Uh, is it the nine o'clock or was it 12 o'clock? Nine, 12, and three. Three o'clock prayer was the nine, ninth hour. Uh, 
The uh, uh, Greg said the first hour, but it was the corporate prayer again. We're talking corporate, but not individually prayer. Was at uh, 9 a.m., 12, and 3. And they did that corporately. The writer said corporately. Did corporate prayers. 9, 12, and 3. They did. They met in the temple daily. Amen. And so that was a part of their life. Prayer was a major part of their life, not just us praying on our own. I'm glad God has uh, energized and gave my prayer life some life. But as a body and as a church, we're going to have to move and shift into an area where our corporate prayer will cover and make up the difference because our corporate prayer will impact the spirit realm and the spirit world around us on a daily basis. The things that we want to see, we're beginning to see some great things. I'm telling you what, there were some great things that happened here this morning. I'm telling you, woo-wee! Great things. And, uh, and you can see God doing some great work. And, and I'm telling you, the great, work, the great work he's doing is not necessarily inside of the building. You can tell God was moving before people actually got in this building. And when you see people coming out of woodworks and things of that nature, you know God is moving on people beforehand. And one of the things we're going to have to do is in our regular daily prayer life is to begin not only to pray first thing in the morning before you do anything else. And I'm not just talking about this religious prayer. Um, I'm talking about praying kingdom prayer. Where you surrender your life to God. You surrender your day to God. You begin to pray the will of God, his kingdom. Begin to pray over every area of your life, your house, etc., your family. And what God desires to do through you, through the church, in our city, in our two counties. Baltimore County belongs to us. Baltimore City belongs to us. And Hoffa County belongs to us. And he's also going, he's given us some people, he's given us some of uh, Anne Arundel County, at least the northern end. Hear me, he's given us North Anne Arundel County. Brooklyn Park area and some parts in the Glen Burnie. God has given us that. Yes. All right. And so, not only do I pray for the city, for Baltimore County, for Harford County, and for those two areas on a daily basis, pray God's covering, or loose God's angels, and, and everything else. I pray for the leadership here, pray well, all that. I've been learning how to pray these prayers and everything else, and I'm seeing in the spirit. And, and we're going to have to go, go through the city. 
through the county in our cars and start releasing some things and start praying some things. Not religiously, but in faith, believing. Because as our prayers are going out, it's going to affect the person. A person is walking down the street, and we may not see them. They may be three blocks away, but we begin to pray, and we begin to release things, and, and something, something is happening. And, and then next thing you know, that we, you know uh, some kind of way they get hooked up with this church. You know how many uh, time after time I've heard, heard stories after stories of how people get connected to somebody in this church. And this is a small world. How, and I'm, only God can orchestrate some of the stuff that's been happening. There is a revival God is trying to give us. Or I should say he's given us. And that's Sister Sister Tanya. Amen. We we got to continue to pray, continue to pray, because God would like to give us more Hispanic people. And more Hispanic speaking people. When Brother Kano... uh, Quinn Nonas came along and all that, and, you know, we still sent them a text. When you get a chance, send them your love and let them know you missed them or whatever. But God was only trying to set some things up in place to let us know some things are broken, folks. And we can't just sit back. We need to be, when, we, when you go to your jobs, when you, we have to begin to pray. Don't turn that box on. And I did my prayer, so I'm now it's my time. When you, if I, you can tell how we done, if we did our prayers the right way, I want to make sure. If we did our prayers the right way, we won't just we prayed our prayers, and now the rest of the day belongs to us. When we surrender our will to God, now day to God, early that morning, we will be able to tell by what we do the rest of the day. If we don't stay in communication with God, if we're not seeking what he's trying to do, if we're not involved with his kingdom, even while we're on, we're on our jobs, because we can use our jobs as an excuse. Well, you don't know, Pastor. I got to work. You don't have to work. For, you don't have any idea how hard I work. I don't work a secular job, but when I worked a secular job, hey, that was an excuse. <laughs> it was an excuse. Because I worked, I worked with God <laughs> while I was on my secular jobs. And I'm telling you, God is going to move on your jobs, folks. You keep talking to that person. God is going to move on your jobs. I know some of you are already involved in reaching people on your jobs. But sometimes we reach people who we feel... Well, they, they, they may be approachable. They are all right. They're nice with us. Let me, they're nice. Let me go talk to them. And there's somebody you can't stand. They, uh-huh. I know you got some of them on your job, too. You just can't stand them. I'll never talk to them about God. That's the one. Hey, Amen. Some of you may got a hundred of them like that. <laughs> I can't stand all of you. Back to what I'm... When we're in the mode and the dimension of prayer that God is calling us to, we will continue steadfastly in prayers. And it won't be a season of prayer. It will be a lifestyle of prayer. 
will be just who we are, what we are. And back to the corporate prayer. Just once a month. Once a month. Once a month. On a Wednesday or Thursday, or we deem to have it on another day. Chances are, um, you know, we may wind up having to switch the Wednesday prayer meetings, guys, to either Friday or Saturday for everyone, or Monday, I don't know. Bishop said every day of the week we need to be doing something, so uh, I know family. I'm just saying, although we may not be able to switch it to a Monday, but the bottom line is Tuesdays and Wednesdays are going to have to be open for some outreach opportunities and evangelism and stuff like that, and also Saturdays during the day, but, you know, the Friday Friday evening or Saturday evening. You only have to do it once now. See, I'm not, I'm not talking about you got to get up every Saturday. See, some of you say, my Friday night, oh, that's sacred to me. Don't you know I watched this on Friday night? My best show, or I want to watch my video. Or this is my time. This is me, you know. Hello. And so we just confess that it doesn't really belong to God. Once a month. Just once a month. On a Friday or a Saturday. Right now, it's a Wednesday for some of the groups. We will have, on a Sunday, you're here anyway, your group will come. When is your week for your prayer, for your corporate prayer, for your team? That week, you will come Sunday at least 30 minutes before, not 10 of 10, running through the door. Sorry I'm late. Sorry I'm late. That sounds like a broken record. My God, I... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to hit it. I've never seen so many reasons why people are late on Sundays in my life. I don't, I, I don't believe you can hold down a job if you're late that much in all this. Some of the things we used to say, the reason why we're late, it, it, I'm sorry. Now, once in a while, some things will happen but if we got here early, if we said, you know, if we're trying to get here at 10 o'clock, no wonder we're late all the time or some of the time. Now, I'm not trying to get on you. What I'm saying, but once a month, once a month, you'll come here on a Sunday, you come here early, and your team will kick it in like never before. It's one Sunday a month. One Sunday, one Friday or Saturday or Wednesday. A month, you meet your team for prayer. It's once a month in the evening. It's once a month. One week out of the month, one week out of the month, just one week out of the month, you'll agree to pray for 30 minutes twice in a week. That's only one hour. One hour in a week. One hour in a week, once a month, you'll pray on the prayer chain. And it's split up. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Not on the same day. That's all. Now, if you do more, wonderful. Now, 
Is that too difficult for anyone? Do you know if we do that? Do you know how much prayer that will go on? Do you understand that? Three times a day, someone in this congregation will be praying specific things. Three times a day, God will be hearing someone, one or two people from this congregation, praying something. Every single day, somebody, somebody will be praying the same prayer. It will go up before God's throne every single day, three times a day, the same prayer for the same thing. With two or three uh, agree upon one thing. How, how does scripture say? Say it again. Touch. Where two or three agree as touching one thing. That's what it says. Where two or three agree as touching one thing. So on a Monday, the first week, these three pray. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, you only need one. And, 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 and every single week. And then every single week. A whole team get together for prayer. And then on a Sunday, they get together to pray again. And then the next week round, roll around, you got another team. Oh, my goodness. And that's not including the regular prayers that you do on your own. Can you imagine if you believe prayers work? What will happen? I know we pray out individual prayers. I know that. And look what God is doing now. <laughs> With the prayer that we're doing, imagine if we just stepped it up a notch. Imagine how much power that's going to be released from that. And guess what happens? Who's going to get the glory? Unto him be glory, what it says? In the church. I want to get glory in the church. Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that work within us. Uh, put that on the screen. Watch this. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all, we can ask or think according to the power. Okay, now go to the next verse. Verse 21. Unto him be glory where? In the church. He's going to get glory in the church. But how is he going to get glory in the church? It told us in verse number 20. Go back. He's going to get glory in the church when the power is working in us. A lot of times we think the power is something external, but the power is working in us. It's time for the church to turn on the power. And the power, the power comes through prayer. And so we're going to do it this way. Is there anyone in this facility here tonight? Don't raise your hand. 
that you could not possibly participate in our prayer network where we're going to turn on the power of prayer like never before. And you'll be able to commit to one day a week or once a month, I should say, your team, you'll be able to commit to praying and having a prayer partner. You don't have to be with that particular prayer partner. It's just your accountability to say, hey, I've done my 30-minute slot. That's only once a week, that, that, that same week. It's that same week. You'll, you'll do that. You'll come here on a Friday or Saturday or Wednesday. You'll sign up for a 30-minute prayer slot twice that week. You'll, you don't have to come here for that. You come here that Sunday for prayer 30 minutes before service. Now, the whole church will get together four times a, a year for all-night prayer meeting. And well, I'm sure we'll have different prayer, whatever. But, folks, this is the corporate prayer that I'm referring to. And it's not just the people who come on a Sunday night. Every person that comes through this door to want to participate in this church, they're going to be given a, a, uh, a, uh, a flyer, it's a postcard-type flyer, say, hey, you can participate if you want to. You know, sometimes you get new people say, well, I don't know if we're going to, I, I don't want to give them too much at one time. I don't want to spook them. I want to spook them now. <laughs> Come on. We want everybody to get on board here. And you know what I believe? New people are going to come. And even though we're, we're praying the kingdom prayers, some people are going to get the Holy Ghost coming to prayer meetings. And that's not even what the prayer meeting's about. We're not going to be laying our hands on, 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 on each other. If you lay your hands on somebody, that's not the will of God. If a new person walk in this door while we act, after we pray the kingdom prayer and they want the Holy Ghost, we know that God is working. And we're going to lay our hands on and pray them through to the Holy Ghost. And when you pray them through the Holy Ghost, you're not going to go pray for some saint. Because you feel something. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right? I'm just going to say it this way. Just watch what God does. So, come January the 1st, we're opening this up in December. Come January the 1st, when we kick this thing off, we want everyone to join one of these teams. And I'm, I guarantee you, your prayer life is going to pick up because we're going to be focused on God's kingdom. And not only will the teams increase, the power that takes place during those meetings will increase and increase. The intensity will pick up, will pick up, and pick up, and pick up. And I'm telling you what, we're going to see, and you can go back to Acts chapter 2, verse 43. And this is going to be the results. Verse 44, 
46. That's the one I didn't want to scare you with. <laughs> All that is going to take place. All that is going to take place. And watch what God add to the church. And when we come in here to pray, leaders, you're not going to pray anymore. We're going to, we're going to have a specific. Now I'm tr- we're not trying to control prayer. Again, you pray your own prayers the way you want to every other time. Have at it, whatever. But when we come together for corporate prayer, we're going to have directional prayer. And we're going to be praying. We're going to be binding and loosing. We're going to be doing warfare. We're going to be doing travail. We're going to be doing intercession for the city, for our two counties, and for the souls that we're trying to reach. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to... And obviously, we'll be doing some repenting here and there, because hopefully we live in a state of repentance. But we're going to keep our hearts right before the Lord and continue to plow here. But God is going to be plowing the ground out there, so we're going to be doing some plowing. And we're going to pray for the seeds that are being sown, and for the rain, for the harvest. Because we are having harvest. I said, we are having harvest. So, get ready. It's coming. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.